Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Agnes Hewitt. We're back. Welcome back, Brian. <laughs> Welcome back, Agnes. How are you doing? I'm fine. I'm oh yeah. Doing it. I'm doing all right. Uh yeah, I'm fine too. You know, I I mean, I think most people probably know, or unless maybe you don't follow our Instagram or whatever, but I had COVID. I went away which is why we were off two weeks ago. And then I got COVID as soon as I got back home, um, which is why we were off last week. And now I don't have COVID anymore. Wow. Tale as old as time. It is. I feel like I was one of maybe Earth's last citizens who had not gotten COVID yet. I know. Yeah. I thought that you were going to be one of those people that was like immune to it or something. I mean, I really had to work to get it. I had to literally like, cause we, so we went up to Lake Tahoe with my family. And of course the day after we got there, my mom tested positive for COVID from like my sister and her family had just driven up. John and I were there. We weren't going to like ask, like tell my mom to like drive home by herself yeah. um, when she like, she has COVID. So we just, you know, she sort of quarantined in her room and we did the best that we could. And then, yeah. And then as soon as I, I like that, the more, like the night before I left, I started to feel a little weird because, but I thought maybe is because we went out to this bar and I like drank more than usual, but then mm -hmm. the next morning I still woke up feeling funky. So mm -hmm. we just like left right away that morning and I wore a mask mm -hmm. the whole time in the car home with John. And then as soon as, Aww. um, oh, cause there's no COVID tests up in Lake Tahoe. Like you can't find one. What? Um, we went to like four uh drugstores and even amazon because it's so remote like amazon would take like several days to to deliver um covid tests so no point we brought two up just for safety and no one else brought any so like we used those the first day when my mom tested positive and so then the whole time we couldn't test ourselves but then as soon as i got home you know i tested myself and was positive and then 
I mean, you guys know the rest. <laughs> in bed, sore throat, tired. Uh, knock on wood, I feel fine now. Knock on wood. But yeah. Yeah. Um, well, now we've both had it. I We really did go a long time without getting it. But we knew at some point we were going to get it. And we both got it. Yeah. And like I, like I said before to you, couldn't have been a better week for me to get it because I was just sort of coming back from a vacation. Uh, you know, Wimbledon's going on so I can just watch tennis every morning. Um, I Like my work is flexible enough where it doesn't really matter if I work or not. <laughs> I mean, I don't get paid if I don't work, but um, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah, I worked through it, but I didn't have like that much. I like taught a couple classes. Yeah, and- yeah whatever. And I recorded this podcast actually. Yeah, no, I did. Were you still positive when you recorded? I was. Yeah. But, um, but I think it was like the end. Cause I got, I was like Sunday to Sunday. So like, I think I was Mm. like not really feeling bad anymore. And then, um, I, what, oh yeah. I had to like reschedule one, like, thing I was going to go do, which was fine. And then I like cleared up just in time to go to the pool, which yeah. was, I was supposed to do the day after I tested negative and I did. So mm, perfect, it all worked perfect. out for me. Um, yeah, the day, actually the day I tested negative, I went right up to the AMC 16 and sat myself down and watched Elvis. Perfect. I fucking love that movie. I, didn't I don't know I love I loved the first hour and then I felt like it got a little boring John totally hated it and I know like I know I can tell when he like super hates a movie and is not enjoying it and then it sort of rubs off on me and I'm not enjoying it as much if I know he's like he wants to just get out of there I can't I thought it was like boring in the second half too but like I didn't really care because I thought it was so great <laughs> yeah I just was so glad to be I I was like living my you know Nicole Kidman fantasy like back to the movies after yeah. literally not seeing a movie in the theater for two weeks which is a long time for me I know it's a long time for you um so um, I was just happy to be there I thought Austin Butler was so good and great. I'm just like a diehard Baz head like I don't yeah. know what to tell you like I well I've never seen Australia oh I haven't seen that one either but other than that I like I really like every Baz Luhrmann movie, so. Yeah, um, I I mean, I definitely was a fan of The Great Gatsby in, in the minority there. I know, I didn't see it. And then I like watched it on TV really late at night, fairly recently. And I was like, this is good. Why did people hate this so much? It felt a little, it it doesn't feel like something that came out in 2000, like 2012, 2013, yeah. I saw it, it in IMAX. Like I think it feels like something that came out like in like 2001. Oh, totally. Yeah. But, but it's still good. I mean, it just doesn't, it does, it feels, I could see that criticism at the time, but now who cares? I mean, Great Gatsby, sorry. It's like, obviously it's a great book, but it's like, so everyone knows it. everyone's read it a million times. Like you have to, you have to zhuzh it up a little, you know what I mean? I kind of want to reread it. I'm always interested in like going back and reading those books that like the like great American yeah. 
classics that like we had to read in high school that I definitely had no actual appreciation for. No, totally. I reread it when the Boz Lerman version came out and I don't, wow. I hadn't read it since, you know, junior year of high school and, mm. oh, it's good. It's like, oh, Is it really good? yeah, it's good. I just think like those books are wasted on people who are too young to get it. And yeah. then by the time you're old enough to appreciate it, you're like, you'd be like kind of embarrassed to say like, oh, I'm reading the great Gatsby, <laughs> yeah. you know, but now is the time to be reading that shit. Cause now I would like understand it on a different level absolutely um i wouldn't be like the curtains are red because he's in love or whatever yeah the light is green because it uh represents envy envy and also money the readable money people. <laughs> i don't know i really don't remember i think that's I what, yeah about. i think that's basically it yeah <laughs> um i know like how what a horrible way to teach kids like identify the colors. it's just to be like the colors are metaphor like it makes everything so boring it really because you're just like picking out colors and I'm like mm, like green again right and you're like yeah and I, I love it. Baz Luhrmann I his he's just so obvious with his stupid like anachronisms like in Elvis they just played that Doja Cat song I thought he was restrained with the anachronisms in this one there yeah. was really only that one and I, know, I think I, that um, I mean, I think that the only one that they work really well in is Romeo and Juliet, obviously, which yeah, it, yeah. it's not even really anachronisms. It's it's but it, that that movie does kind of take place like in some alternate universe that doesn't make sense. Yeah, well, because Shakespeare is like people are trained to. To see Shakespeare from in whatever time period the person wants it to be like, it's, yeah. it's not like I mean, maybe in 400 years great Gatsby will be like that where it could be anything yeah but, but he didn't do he didn't make he didn't like modernize great Gatsby no except like the scene where they're driving to Long Island and they play like the outcast song or whatever yeah there's like always something but I yeah I thought that the Elvis one I was a little bit worried I was like what is he gonna like like is he gonna be singing like the strokes or something <laughs> like I don't know I was like what is he gonna do with this but it was pretty much yeah it was pretty straightforward except I, I wish like, that they did like they didn't he never like performed a whole song it was always just like oh really I thought he did I didn't even notice that he didn't do a full song I mean I was like I loved the musical I felt I loved like all of the Las Vegas musical numbers were like so good yeah um, I thought that Austin Butler was like insanely good. I couldn't believe it. I was like, yeah, he was great. and I don't know. I just also like love Elvis. Like I'm obsessed with Elvis. I've read like so many Elvis books and like, I read Priscilla's memoir, which is, mm. I highly recommend Ooh, you, that Ryan. Sounds good. It's really s- twisted. <laughs> I bet. I mean, they really were like breezing over the fact of how young she was when they she was started 14. 14, yeah. and her memoir kind of breezes it. well it doesn't breeze over it but it's she never she has no problems with it she loved elvis like she doesn't feel like she loved elvis like she wanted to do that yeah 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 um i'm not saying that's like good or whatever but it's that's just her a, truth. it's just it's just a really interesting memoir. I think some books, some celebrity memoirs are interesting for the things that they don't say. You know what I mean? You kind of have to read between the lines. You yeah. kind of have to like guess, like you have to sort of put on your lie detector hat and kind of say like, is this true? And 
that's kind of the fun of Priscilla Presley's memoir. Now, I'm not saying she lied in it. I'm just saying. Well, that yeah, that's all celebrity memoirs is like obviously coming from their what they want to be, what they want their story to be. Which is what every memoir should be. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, you can't be objective about your own life. It's not no, possible. It's ridiculous. Um, we on the way back from Tahoe, we listened to Molly Shannon's memoir in the car. Oh, I heard that's really good. Which is cute. Yeah, it's like I mean, it's very the the most in obviously like the the sort of defining moment of her life was when her uh her mother and her baby sister died in a car accident while they were all in the car and her dad was driving drunk. Um, oh my god when she was she was let's see i think she was four years old her older sister who also survived was six and then her she had a baby sister and a cousin and a mom who all died and then dad was driving and lived and so that sort of informed her obviously her relationship with her father throughout her whole life and then her her sort of relationship to comedy um and then all the other stuff she's she's not a very gossipy person like she's obviously being very nice to the people she's worked with so i didn't get as much snl gossip as i might have liked um but it's still definitely worth worth a worth a listen on audible for sure that's so i didn't realize that yeah that happened oh my god that's so terrible um it's sorry, I yeah just it's... opened my instagram to look at goop and i was playing the video <laughs> sorry <laughs> no 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 uh so did that oh the other big big news that i have to share with everyone because i've promised it for so long as i finally got my uh blood work results back first of all my doctor only um only ordered my like cholesterol and triglyceride tests so then i had to actually just go to quest on my own and like get the other ones done wait what's the other one what are the other ones you need uh i wanted like um a full uh like blood glucose level test um and uh a liver function test Mm. all those things so anyway everything came back very normal um my even after like starting that statin which brought down my total cholesterol and my LDL, my triglycerides had been high, but since I stopped eating the seed oils, that went down. Um, my liver function was perfect. Uh, there was still a couple of weird, like slightly elevated um, white blood cell count things, but that I think is because I didn't know this until afterwards. You're not supposed to exercise 24 hours before these tests because that can um, cause an inflammatory response and so i think Mm -hmm. that's why it's just um it's just two of the white blood cells were like slightly elevated but everything else was totally normal well congratulations so you brought your cholesterol down to normal yep total cholesterol 125 nice brian triglycerides 122 um ldl 64 yeah, 125 is good, I think, right? 125 is really low. I've never, I mean, that I think obviously part of it is because of the statin, because never in my whole life have I had a 125. Yeah. Um, but so it was more just the like triglyceride stuff that was a little bit alarming. But now I think my new diet um really works for me. Good. Yeah. So. Well, congratulations on your cholesterol, Brian. <laughs> Thank you. We're all proud of you. Uh, yeah. So now it's just about maintenance. I feel good. So 
I'm not going to, you know, go crazy and be psycho and like bring fucking primal kitchen ranch dressing to yeah buffalo wild wings like the fucking oh i had to i officially unfollowed all of those insane people on twitter i did because i i i was getting so angry because so since roe versus wade got overturned (laughs) um the wife has just been constantly liking all these anti-abortion tweets and you know like because i followed her those ones would come up and be like healthy oil respecter liked like you know uh, how could you how do you even um have that conversation with your kid that there was a time where like it was a choice if you could have killed her or not in the womb the thing i don't understand about that argument is like doesn't that make your kid feel more special if it's like, I didn't have to do this. Like, isn't that better than to be like, Oh, I like had to, I got pregnant and there was nothing I could do about it. So here you are. Cause yeah, it's worse to be like, well, I didn't want you, but I had to, to yeah. Like I didn't want you, but I had you anyway. Cause it's illegal for me to have an abortion. (laughs) Like, how are you going to have that conversation? It's like, you don't have any of these stupid fucking conversations with your kids. It's just the whole thing is so sick. It's like, I, yeah, th- those people are disgusting. There's no redeeming. And they, oh, and I also like did a little research about fucking, and this is the last time I promise I ever will talk about this person. <laughs> well, I don't know if I'll promise that, but so he got his, his, he didn't get an MD. He got um a DO, which we all know from Goop is prevalent. <laughs> that's what <laughs> Trump's doctor had. That's too. what Trump's, Trump's do- isn't that doctor. Isn't Will Cole has maybe? I don't know. No, he's not even that. He's like a chiropractor. Okay. Anyway, so this guy got his DO from Liberty University. What is that? Isn't that like... That's a Jerry Falwell um, Christian college. Oh my God. I'm going to go there and just become a total con artist. Can I get like an MFA there? In like creative writing? Yeah. (laughs) Instead of the Iowa Writers Workshop, you'll get an MFA from Liberty University. Liberty University. Oh my God. (laughs) uh why not so this guy he's a joke his wife's a joke they're pathetic i hate them and i don't follow them anymore wow and i think they're they're clearly trying to like obviously like brand themselves as these anti-seed oil people which again is no different from any of the doctors we talk about on goop that all everyone has to have a brand but i'm like they have to they know better they know better they know that this is a grift i don't believe Because, and even though, yes, cutting seed oils out of your diet completely works, (laughs) and I'm a testament to their- No, you're not. You also have been on a statin for like two years. (laughs) Well, but that, but, but all, it's all the, 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 the triglycerides, the blood glucose, the liver function, all that stuff didn't, wasn't affected by the statin. But were, was your liver fucked up before? A couple, my liver's always been a little, and maybe that's because I stopped- well, I never was a big drinker. I don't know. Ever since I was a teenager, I had like slightly elevated liver function. I think it's just like eating shitty. I really do. Cause it's like, you know, they say like fatty liver disease or whatever. Yeah. Cause that was my doctor always be like, Oh, watch out. Like one day you might have fatty liver disease if this keeps up. But I don't think it's like anything you did wrong because like, I don't, I like drink a lot and I'm pretty fucked up and like, I have normal, but I have like normal liver function. Oh yeah. No, I think a lot of it is genetic for sure. I think I just probably maybe had to worry about it more than other people. I feel Uh, like it's like a, like Ashkenazi Jews have like bad everything. Oh, for sure. Um, but since I, 
cut out seed oils. Not that that is the root of the cause, but it's just sort of an easy way. It's just an easy way to be like, I'm not going to eat shit. You know what I mean? Because you're not eating fried food. You're not eating processed food. You're basically, you know, cooking at home most of the time. So that's all it is. It's just like an easy way to, to eat healthy. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. Mm. Liberty University does offer an MFA in creative writing. Oh my God. We both have to apply. (laughs) We have to go to this. You guys, should Brian and I get our MFAs from Liberty University in creative writing? What could we do with such a degree? We could start a new, like, like we could be the new Joseph Smith. We could find our creative writing could be finding a new Testament to the Bible. I feel like you go to Liberty University, you get your MFA in creative writing. You go to Ben Shapiro. You're like, Ben, baby, I got a pitch for you. It's a new movie. It's about like a baby that almost got aborted and then doesn't. And like her aborted angel daughter, her sister comes and like is jealous of her. And it's an anti-abortion horror movie. And I know that took a turn. I have to no, go to the MFA program before I, before I can really finalize that idea. And then he's like, I love it. And then we've got, you know, it's me. Who gives a shit at this point? Who gives a shit? You know, I'm going to uh, do this. I'm going to become a right-wing grifter. It does sound easy. Doesn't it? I mean, how hard can it be to get into this stupid We have program? to like present differently. Yeah, that's fine. I've always wanted to present like that anyway. You have to just dye your hair like bleach blonde, get a boob job, wear lots of makeup. And I need a and I need to start getting French tips or something. I need yeah. to start getting manicures again. I haven't had a manicure in well, a few months. Not that bad. I need to either like lose 20 pounds or gain a hundred pounds. <laughs> and I need to either be tortured about being gay. Or be super unapologetic about being gay and really stereotypical or be ex-gay. One of those. Be log cabin. Log, yeah, I could be log cabin. And I'll but, just be Catholic or I'll just be like, I'll be Jewish. You and you know what? Jewish, we probably sure. have to get married. That's fine. It doesn't matter. We'll save money on taxes. Yeah. <laughs> we'll save money on our McMansion, on our Florida McMansion. And we'll be like, he's gay and I don't care. Yeah and just we'll be insane insane. (laughs) and we'll still do this podcast yeah still do goop yourself jesus style yeah jesus goop yourself i love it we both become let's become christian first i don't want to do i don't want to like we had two ex-jews that's like a big is there been i feel like that's like a space that hasn't really been explored in the right-wing griftosphere. I have seen a Christian movie about two ex-Jews, two, two okay. twins who were Jewish who became Christian. <laughs> so gross. And they made a film about their mm. transition. Because there's a lot of, like, back and forth between, like, Catholic to Protestant and Protestant to Catholic. You know what I mean? All these people, like, um, Kaylee McEnany or whatever was, like, one and then became the other. I feel like... I mean, I think the Christians can hop around a little bit. Yeah. The Jews, it's... I mean... Any becoming Christian is the easiest thing in the world. Becoming Jewish, not so much. But like, if you, I feel like uh, that's how they get you. Yeah. You know, that's what they're going for. So I feel like anybody can just say that they're Christian and be Christian. I think so. You just have to get baptized, I guess. Not even not it. Not if you want to be Protestant. Oh really? I have no yeah, idea how it just works. Just say like, oh, I believe. I found in Jesus God. And that's it. Mm-hmm. 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 Great. Um, what else? Oh, big goop story. Two 
men caught fire in the Hamptons goop store? Question yeah, I mean, question it's mark? on, it is on my list. So. Oh, it's on your list. Okay. We'll, I mean, we'll... my list is mostly goop news. It's not goop, as much. Yeah, that's probably good. Newsletter. Um, yeah. Cause we have a lot to cover. Well, anything else that we want to talk about in depth before we move on to the lists? I don't think so. I think, oh yeah. Let me just say hello and welcome to our new Patreon subscribers, Sarah and Julia. Hi. Who, um, welcome. Even deep during our, our goop yourself blackout of the last couple of weeks where we had no new content, they decided to join, which is really Thank nice. Thank you. It means, um, so it really yeah, does mean a lot when we're, you join the Patreon. It's it like, does. I can't believe anybody joins it. And it like, it really means so much to me. I know. And we get, we get new people almost every week, which is really I nice. can't believe it. I love it so much. Uh, and yeah, because we have not had new stuff for this one is just going to go out to everyone. Cause like you guys just need, you, you just need, need us in your ears. Oh, and then, and then also next week I'm going to be out. I'm going to be out of town. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I guess Sorry, that's the breaks. It's, you know, it's July. It's, it's like, it's, it's, it's summer. And we'll wait, this is gonna go out to everyone, but they everyone just got two unlocked Patreons. No, just one. Oh. Because you know what? Well, I don't need to, I mean, I'll just say briefly, I am not good at saving <laughs> things on an external hard drive. And so I need to like constantly delete the big MP3s from my hard drive. And so I didn't have any other episodes to give. I didn't all... know that you had to do that. I couldn't. I'm sure there's a way to like take an MP3 from Patreon and transfer it, and I, but I couldn't figure out how to do it. So it is what it is. This one's okay. just going out to everyone. Okay. Well, I wouldn't have said all that stuff about Jesus if I had not. <laughs> oh, sure. That's fine. Uh, all right. Let's uh, let's get going. Let's do it. What was your best of the week? Okay, my best was Jen Gunter's viral moment. Um, Jen went vi-vi as front of the pod, Heather would say. I didn't even know this. What was viral? What happened? You posted it. Oh, that I just saw it because she posted it on Twitter. I didn't know that it was viral. Well, what is viral? You know, how are we defining this? I didn't really know it was super viral until this morning when I checked her, uh, her Instagram and she had a live recorded and she was like, good morning. I hope Hannah is having a great day. I'm sure she's busy. Actually. I don't really care. And she's psychotic. She's like so crazy. What's going on with me. And if you come for me, I will come for you back or whatever. And then she's like, anyway. And then I saw that this video was 18 minutes long. What? And she just, she was like, I'm going to take some time out of my day before I have to get back to work to answer your questions. And then I like sped forward a little bit and she's just like answering questions about like PCOS and stuff. But my concern with that is like, again, it makes me so uncomfortable to think that the person who's answering my medical questions isn't doing it from a place of like, wanting to help or caring about me it's from a place of like proving how much they know that's what it seems like is her whole yeah vibe and it goes back i know she's talked about having a really difficult relationship with her mother 
And I think her mother probably just never gave her any positive reinforcement or affection. And so her whole life is spent trying to get that from the public. And And these are things that could be healed with like, you know, cracking open the goop and purchasing yourself a nice scented candle and a nice massage oil, a pack of tarot cards. There's lots of ways to to fill this hole in your life. Something's got, you know, she's got to fill the hole. A Donabi, something. Something. And like, it works. I'm sorry. Like it will chill you out, make you feel better about your life. Yeah. Two, two pills of magnesium glycinate at the end of the day is, I mean, it relaxes everyone. I know. Except for I can't take it because I'm like, look. Oh. Anyway. So wait. So, okay. So I just saw the very abbreviated version of her. So this woman, do you know what, who's this woman, Hannah? And what did she do to Jen Gunter? Now, I don't know what the comment was because I del- I took TikTok off my phone also. Yeah. Oh, I have a I have a quick aside, which I should have brought up at the beginning. So I deleted TikTok. I'm sorry to, to take us on this journey. Yeah. I'm going to reveal something really embarrassing about myself. I was having a little bit of anxiety about aging and I had a dark night of the soul, a 3 a.m. Google sesh where I typed into the computer or something that I wish I had never done, but I'm going to admit here. I said, can 38 year olds be hot? It's not, I'm not proud of it, but I did it. And I need to bear it all with you here. I found a New York post article where they polled adults to say, at what age did you feel the most attractive? Guess what age they said? 38. 38. Wow. You're in your prime. Well, not not yet. Yeah. Yeah. You're going, getting, but guess when the article came out? Uh, it was in the New York post. Yes. 2016. 2001. Oh, interesting. Okay. So what I think is that we are youth culture has poisoned our brains so much that like we, I am, or at least my brain that I am not appreciating my life and my body. I am in my prime. I feel great. I look great. I can't keep comparing myself to 20 year olds. And it's, I feel like it's a cultural shift that's gotten so out of control. Maybe it was always like this and I never noticed it before because I was young and now I'm not. Yeah. I feel like 2001 was the height of like baby voice, teen sex pot. Like, but you were a teen. Oh, that's true. Well, so I feel like we were getting teen stuff and adults were getting adult stuff. And now adults are getting the teen stuff too. And we're like freaking out because we're too, because we're old. Like, who cares? Like, where's the adult stuff for adults? So I'm not doing that shit anymore. I'm adult now. I'm not playing their games <laughs> and I'm not going to be manipulated into thinking that I need to try to be 20 when I'm just not. I mean, there's very few 20 year olds that are hot, to be honest. I was at my hottest when I was 30, 30, 30, 31, 32. Those were my like hottest years for sure. I, I mean, it, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'm probably at my hottest now, to be honest. Well, that's great. And you're 40. And I'm 40. Yeah. But I, I feel, I feel like I feel good. guys always have like a, a, like a resurgence at 40. <laughs> well, I think for a gay, for a gay guy, you're, you're always hot when you're, a, like a teenager just because there's so many predators <laughs> but please i'm not saying i'm just saying if you're gay you come know, on you, let's you, make you, this yeah, a yeah. patreon come <laughs> on. i'm just saying you'll always be hot to someone as a gay teen and as a girl teen obviously sure. but um but then i think in your 20s you're like figuring your 
yourself out and it's like, what's going on? Your thirties, you're like, what is going on? And now I think, yeah, I'm finally getting a little bit more comfortable in my own skin. I feel physically good. Uh, my, you know, my baby fat is gone from my face, some of it. So I have maybe a little bit more of a defined, defined cheekbones than I used to a little salt and pepper in my hair. Yeah. Yeah, It's good. It works. It works. I feel like in your twenties, like in my twenties, I was really thin, but I wasn't like working out or anything. I just like was thin and I didn't know, like, I didn't like take care of myself or anything. Like I didn't know what to do with my body or like what, how to dress or like how to take care of myself. So it's like, it was kind of, I feel like it was kind of wasted Early thirties, I'm going to say it was good. Now eh, could be better. No, but that's the way, that's the way it goes. You know, it doesn't matter. The point is I need to be the best as as a 37 year old woman, not as a 16 or 26 or even 30 year old. Cause I'm just not. Wait, so how does this relate to Jen Gunter and Hannah? Oh, right. Sorry for that little, (laughs) sorry for the tangent. It relates because this all happened on TikTok. So I don't know what's going on on TikTok because it's either Jen Gunter or a 16 year old. So Jen Gunter was opining on TikTok and someone was like, you don't even know what you're talking about. And Jen Gunter like highlighted the comment put it on her channel or whatever and was like did you just come onto my tiktok account and say in a comment that i don't know what i'm talking about well let's see who you are and whatever this girl's name is and she's like oh she's like i'm board certified and i have 30 years of experience and i'm from the north american gynecological society or whatever she's or the menopause society She's like, let's, oh, Holly is the one's name. So she's like, let's see who you are. Oh, you're a, you know, and Holly is a restorative medicine practitioner with a strong foundation in integrative medicine. So obviously she's, you know, Holly is. Holly's on her own path. And yeah, I don't want to discount Liberty University. Holly (laughs) is a free spirit and she's not going to bother herself with being board certified in anything and she thinks that she knows better than Jen Gunter and Jen Gunter got really really mad about it so Jen went berserk on Holly and I I again not having TikTok I can't see how big of a moment this was on TikTok but it must have been huge because we were seeing it all over Instagram too. You posted it. And then this morning she's like, basically in like, she looks like Kamala when she did, when she had, we did it, Joe, she's <laughs> like in her like zip up, like exercise hoodie. And she's just like, got her glasses on no makeup hair and a messy bun. And she's just like, got her like, little coffee and she's just saying like hey I just want to like touch base after my viral moment wow. and I know you know Holly's like I just want to reiterate you know fuck Holly <laughs> and like don't ever come for me basically and good for her you know she 
these are the moments that she lives for. And this was just one random comment on her on her Instagram live? Uh, on her TikTok, on TikTok live. Yeah, it was a like, comment. House, I, I just don't, I just don't get how uh, insecure you have to be about your own. Because Jen is board certified. She's respected. She has a good. She's written books. She has like a good online following. Like she's she's living out her dream. Her but dream I, of being an expert, and she is yeah. one. I mean, you know. Yeah, I can't argue with her. She went to medical school. She's a doctor. And not She's even a doctor. at Liberty University. She went to Winnipeg. I have no idea. But you know who else is a doctor? My doctor. I don't understand. Yeah. Like why? Like I'm proud of her for being a doctor. I guess I don't know. Like there are a but lot we all of have doctors. doctors. Like, yeah. How much reverence are we supposed to have for doctors? Like I just need to understand that because there's. Let's be real. There's an arrogance there, and everybody knows it. Especially and I get if it because time in a hospital, you're you have to work so much. Like one of the guys I play tennis with. He can never play tennis anymore because he's has he's a doctor and he's always working. Yeah. And so it's like really stressful. And he's like a cardiologist or cardiac surgeon. I don't know what he does, but it's something to do with hearts. And he always has to be at the hospital. And then I always have to find a sub for him to play doubles. And so he should be proud of that. I'm not saying don't be proud of it. I'm just saying like, I get it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, there, there's so thousands of doctors. doctors. And Jen Gunter is one of them, and she deserves the respect that all doctors get. But the like, same, not more. Yeah, but it doesn't make her. Yeah, it doesn't. You shouldn't have more respect for her because she has a lot of Twitter followers, and she gets and extra angry lot, at you. And there are a lot of like shitty doctors who are real doctors who have a lot of Twitter followers. Like I just don't. I don't know. Yeah. So like, Holly, I, we love you, Holly. You know, you're braver but, than we are. You're much braver than us and you are more educated. You're an integrative medicine practitioner. Yeah. I mean, what the hell are we? We're literally just a couple of bums who just read goop every week and talk about it. And I've been doing it for literal years and have like almost nothing to show for it. So like, honestly, Holly, God bless you. And Jen, of course, God bless you as always. Yeah. I'm praying for you, Jen. Cause you're, you have issues. You have deep psychological issues that that are rooted in a lot of pain and i don't see i don't see it getting better for you jen if she hears this podcast i will literally i'm not gonna say it because it's not patreon (laughs) but it's not good okay she'll never see it because i don't know that she'll never see it and if she this is why i like this is why i like it i like playing with fire i like but she's gonna come for me not you why would she come for you not me she hates women she does hate women no, she hates men as much as women. She hates Dr. Oz as much as women, yeah. but that's the only one. She really hates women. We'll see. Mommy issues. Oh, boy. Well, just like getting COVID, it might be inevitable that Jen Gunter takes out her wrath on us at one point. But Oh, who cares anymore? Yeah, I, don't, I don't care. Whatever. What's anyway. Oh, God. She's from, she's not even a real bay area person she's from she's from winnipeg <laughs> winnipeg is like the most bay area <laughs> it is like the, i don't know anything about winnipeg i don't either but it just feels like it just feels like that all yeah. of canada kind of does to me but yeah I don't know. all right well that's your best her viral moment you leaving tiktok um mm-hmm. my best oh this might have been an old article i don't know it was informative to me it's the what's your chronotype article was this old I don't even know what you're talking about. So it's, yes. Mm, okay. It's what's your chronotype, which is like, are you an early 
bird or a night owl? Oh, it's old. Yeah. Okay. Well, I liked it. Okay. That's fair. Uh, Daniel H. Pink is not a doctor, but he's an author of When, The Scientific Secrets of Perfect Timing. And um, I, I think we've talked about chronotypes before, but I think this interview might be new because it felt it felt new to me. Fair. Uh, so we all know there's early birds, there's night owls. You determine your chronotype basically by what's like the midpoint of when you're asleep usually. So if you like, if your midpoint of sleep is before 3.30 a.m., you're probably a lark. If it's after 5.30 a.m., you're probably an owl. Between 3.30 and 5.30, you're somewhere in between, blah, blah, blah. So then I don't every, play those games. I, yeah, it's like, I'm not going to be like, I'm a lark. I'm an owl. I'm not going to do it. Well, you're, you're a rebel. I am a rebel. So you don't fall into any other categories. You sleep when you want to. Or you Doesn't don't sleep. everybody? I mean, I guess. I feel like most people like sleep at a pretty regular time every night. Do you not want to sleep when you sleep? No, I do. I want I would love to sleep. I would love to sleep 9 hours a night if my body let me, but I, yeah. it doesn't. Mine either. Um so then everyone goes through the day with a peak, a trough, and a recovery. And so for a lark or an early bird, a peak is in the morning. So this is when you're supposed to do your analytical work, your creative work, going over data, writing, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then and then you go through a tr- And so for me or for a lark, I'm, I'm not, I don't think I'm a true lark because that's like really intense. Like you have to get up so early, but I'm like lark, I have lark tendencies. Because I'm usually between like, let's say, between like 8.30 and 1 is my peak. Like, that's when I basically have to do everything that's important. But for you or for a an owl, that might be, you know, 8.30 p.m. to 1 a.m. Like, who knows? I usually wake up at like, I wake up between like 7.30 and 8.30. That's pretty early. Then I like get some coffee and just kind of like look at my phone and like walk my dog and hang out. And then I start working at like 10 and then I like work from 10 to six. That's a lot of work. Yeah. Cause by, by three, I'm usually, I mean, I can do stuff after three, but it has to be pretty mindless. No, I'm still going at three for sure. I'm going like last night I was going until like midnight, but I'll like take breaks in between. I don't do, I'm not like, just like, cause I don't have, to, I'm not like, I don't have that like lifestyle where I'm like, have to be at my desk. Yeah. Yeah. So like, depending on what I'm doing, I have like writing stuff and I have like calls and stuff. And it's like, kind of like throughout the day. So I like have like, I'll schedule like, in the day, like I'll go for a walk or I'll schedule in the day, like, oh, I'm going to like deal with this other thing I have to do. And then like, come back to like working. So I just don't do it until I'm done until like, I do everything I have to do. But sometimes like last night, like I said, it like literally was until midnight, but I did like, in the meantime, I like took my dog to the dog park. I like went for a long walk. Like I did other stuff. I wasn't just like sitting, do I made dinner. Like I do other stuff. Yeah. No, that makes sense. I think I, will get more done if I just plow through everything as quickly as possible. Yeah. That is like, I can't. And like, I will, like, if I'm, I will take like, um, a half hour break for lunch or whatever, but then I lose momentum. If I 
take any more breaks than that. And then it, it just feels better for me if I just do everything and then, and then I'm done. And then I can just veg out for the rest of the day. Yeah. I also have like scheduled like classes and calls and stuff that like kind of like determine when I can yeah, do yeah. other stuff. I have no classes. I have no calls. I don't talk to anyone. It's just me and the old laptop. <laughs> yeah. Well, your job is like very like intact. Like, I don't know. I feel like I would be like, I feel like your job is more like, is like that. Like you have to just like do it really fast and then be done with it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's like for me that works, but I think for, cause you, you know, I can make my own schedule. So I think some people can probably just like work a little bit every day and like, you know, take a long break or like work a little in the morning and then a little bit at night. Like you could do that. But for me, it, I just won't, I know I won't get back to work if I stop. Yeah. Anyway. Um, what else? Oh, so, and then they talk about exercise. So like the best time to work out, um, depends if you want to form a habit, the morning is probably the best because you have less interruption, but, um, late afternoon or early evening is better for, um, preventing injuries. And most people say that they enjoy exercising more afternoon and evening. Um, and, oh, and one other little tip, it says, if you're a caffeine drink drinker, it's not a good idea to have caffeine first thing in the morning. When we wake up, our cortisol levels are still rising and coffee can inhibit their climb. So you're better off waiting until an hour and a half after waking to start drinking caffeine, mm. which I don't do, but I might, I might try and see what happens. I probably do, but just because I like sit I'm like on my, I like scroll Twitter for so long before I get out of bed. Oh yeah. I did that this morning. I hate doing that. And I, it's like when I wake up early, if I like today, I woke up at 6am. I just woke up and I was like, well, I don't have to get up for an hour. So then I just get to my, it's so gross to just like do that, but I do it. Oh, I do it like every morning, but I also like, you know, you're checking your email. Yeah. 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 No, it's a total like time and energy suck. I would, you know, I, for a long time, I like loved doing like Wordle first thing in the morning. I know you hate Wordle, but I love it. I don't hate doing, I don't hate people that do Wordle. I don't, I just don't like the posting about it. Yeah. But I don't think anybody does that anymore. And Jen Gunter does. She's an idiot. And so does her fake husband, but I have never once posted about Wordle. I think I already talked about my Wordle habit. Yeah. Yeah. But now I like, can't wait. And I do it like at midnight the night before. Oh yeah. So I don't get, I have to like, I have Wordle and then there are like two movie ones that I do. And then I like can go to bed after I'm done with my little. What are the movie? It's like a movie word game. Yeah, well, no, it's like, there's one called movie doll and it's like, it shows you a whole movie in one second and you have to guess what it oh, is. And then if it. you can't, you do it for two. And then there's another one called framed where it just shows you like a still from a movie mm. and there's like six. And so like, you try to guess like first they show you the first one and you try to guess. And if you get it wrong, they show you the second one. That sounds fun. They're both fun. Uh, anyway, so that's Again, I don't know if we've gone over this fucking chronotype thing before. I feel like maybe we have, but this is a good brush up if you're not familiar. Oh, they also, the ba- the worst thing about this article, they do link to um, a quiz, which I was really excited to take 
but then when I clicked on the link, it was like a 404 not found error. Oh, no. so. Yeah, that that probably means it's old. Old, yeah. Because they probably like went out of business. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's the summer. Goop's recycling things. We're on, we're off. Yeah. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Apple's cooking up meth in the Hamptons Goop store, lighting things on fire. Oh, my God. Okay, this is next for me. So. Oh, yeah. Okay, so this was your worst? Wait, I think this was my worst. Actually, it's not my worst. My, it's my craziest. Okay, Sorry, well, spoiler. No, no, no. We're building suspense. Okay, but my worst is also like not from the newsletter. It's from like social media. My worst is, and it's also something that like I don't fully remember exactly what happened, but Elise is back and she is like deep in the wellness space. Okay. And she has a new Instagram friendship with someone that I know is going to be a very toxic brew that for me to dive into because- I'm going to, I'm going to do a quick, I'm going to do it in my second admission of the day. Okay. <laughs> I kind of like Elise. Okay. <gasps> so that's there. Okay. I know. And so there's that too. She's like Instagram friends with Melissa urban. My number one, oh, wow. like after Gwyneth, Melissa is my number one, like wellness guru person I'm obsessed with. Um, and I am sort of, again, still considering doing a whole 30, which I have been considering doing for the last year. Um, not sure if I'm going to do it or not. Probably won't. Cause I've been talking about it for so long and I truly hate it. So I don't know why I would even consider it. I've done it before and I hate it every second. Okay. Is Elise newly friends with Melissa Urban? Or I don't always- know. I don't know how new it is, but I just know that I in my daily deep dives into Melissa Urban's Instagram. And I'm so sorry. I did not do my duty as a journalist here because I didn't take a picture of it. And I don't know. No, I did take a picture of it. Okay. Melissa Urban is obsessed with a supplement called Element, Element, Elementy. Mm. It's like a, packet of stuff you put mixed into your water for like recharge whatever i don't know they i don't know what they do melissa's been talking hey it's danny pellegrino from everything iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget check out quince they've got all the good stuff shirts and polos activewear and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands and the best part They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. 
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. About them, I... It's kind of in one ear out the other with Melissa's product recommendations for me. Sure. But she, something is happening with her and Elise because Elise posted, very excited to try these drink element electrolytes from my fairy godmother, Melissa Urban. So they're doing, they're cooking up something. Wow. So Elise is off the goop glow on to the element which is honestly a true i think that's a fall from grace like melissa is as we know she's from the world of crossfit she's very fitness focused she's not like she's moving slowly or not moving she's fully moved into like overall wellness she has a new sure. book that's just completely self-help it has nothing to do with food or anything um but this this collaboration is so powerful to me, so detrimental to me and my mental health. And, um, this could have real consequences for me. I think it's sad that Elise went from like the, the creme de la creme of wellness, which is goop to Melissa. Isn't not the creme de la creme, but she's just more utilitarian. She's more I don't know the word. She has a she has a broad reach, and I guess she's she's relatable to a lot of different types of women. And Whole Thirty, I think, is a very sort of democratized wellness method. Their graphic design is really bad. Like it's not like cute. Whole Thirty. No, and she it's for. I mean, it's for like I. I guess due to you, I I subscribe to the Whole Thirty Reddit page. Reddit group and it's it seems like a lot like you know women from all walks of life all ages all political affiliations um it's not as elitist as as goop for sure it's not as elitist and elise and melissa are both they're from the mountain west you know 
Melissa's from Utah. Elisa's from Montana. They're, they're nature girls. They're red staters at, at their heart. Which but is they're, but Melissa is like very progressive. Oh, and I'm sure Elisa's too. No, I, well, yeah, they're. I think Melissa's a little, Melissa's like very outspoken. Like every time something happens, she's like, takes a stand. Oh, that's she's good. very like, you know, she's, she's, I think she kind of has to be because she's like got the CrossFit affiliation, but. Um, well, that's actually, that's, I respect her more for doing that than if she has, you know, cause her, her fan base is probably not all um, liberal. So it's- she definitely. Yeah, definitely not. I think there, I'm sure there are a lot of people who are like, I love her. I can't stand her politics or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And I guess we could, we could say the same for Gwyneth, who is, uh, I mean, I think Melissa's to the left of Gwyneth. Oh, I'm, oh, well, yeah, that's not hard to do. <laughs> that's definitely not hard to do. Um, yeah, because I don't think, Melissa's like a registered Republican in Utah, which she like talks about as like oh, a strategic move because she can like vote in the Republican Primaries. primary, okay. but she's no. like a progressive politically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Utah Republicans are, I mean, now, this was very different from when we were growing up, but I feel like Utah Republicans now are like the most progressive Republicans. Well, I mean, I guess like I can't even really get into it. I don't think that they're progressive. I think that they're all the same, actually. I just think that it's just a different flavor of the same bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but they're not as terrifying and cartoonish and embarrassing as the mainstream Republican Party, yeah. I guess. Uh, okay, so Elise, Melissa... What do you think is going to come? You think this is going to be a, a longer term sort of partnership in some way? Well, I mean, there's obviously some reason that they're doing this. I mean, there's got, they're not just like friends who are like, oh, my friend sent me this thing. Yeah, I yeah. just, that's not happening. Like, I don't know the how the influencer world works, but I don't think it's just like, my fairy godmother, Melissa. Well, and also like Elise needs a job. Like, sorry, but like Elise has a job. She has a book coming out about like feminism. Like, yeah, but I don't know how like, much is some... that. How much money is that going to make her? To be honest, she has a book. She has a podcast. Well, as we all know, how much money that those type of things make. Wait, what do you mean? Wait, what? Podcast. Let's just say podcasts are not super lucrative unless you're in the top 1% of podcasts, which I believe Elise and us are probably in the same category. I don't know about that. Oh, I'm sorry. Elise Lonin is not making the the iTunes charts. Sorry to break anyone's bubble. That's true. That's true. She's, it's not, and even like, sorry, like she doesn't have a Patreon. Like even the, I mean, you have to be really big, and you can if you're if you're you know Doughboys, if you're Red Scare or whatever, you can make a shit ton of money. You're but Joe like, Rogan. Joe Rogan, but Elise is sorry, Elise is not a few a few notches down on the ladder from them. Yeah, but she's kind of Joe Rogan ish. Okay, I mean Joe Rogan esque. They have a similar. Uh, openness 
uh, openness of mind curiosity um sure i'll give them that so we'll see elise my actually um i guess i'll quickly just move on because my saddest and we'll sort of go out of order my saddest has to do with elise is okay. did, did you read her newsletter from a couple of days ago no, I don't get her news. Oh, <laughs> so this is this is honestly sad, and I'm I'm just gonna be serious, and I'm not joking. Okay. She fell off a horse and got a really bad concussion a couple of days ago. That might be why she and Melissa are friends. Because did a Melissa fall off a horse? I don't know if she fell off. I thought you were serious and not gonna laugh about this. I'm sad trying. Thing. I um I don't think she fell off a horse, but I do think that she got a concussion. Like, uh, I'm going to say three years ago and she's still obsessed with it. She's like, I'm having concussion symptoms. Actually concussions can last forever. And like, I still have, I, I have to go easy today because my concussion. Concussion. Oh, this is definitely what Elise is going to be like for sure. Which I should do. Cause remember when I got that concussion, when we were on the sketch team, like seven years oh, ago, yeah. I stood up, I was on a set and I hit my head on a lamp. Oh my God. It was really bad. That. It was really bad. You got, John got a concussion, uh, like the year before I met him that he hit his head on something in his bathroom and passed out and was unconscious oh for a few minutes. Oh my God. Anyway, Elise. So I posted and I, so Elise had some rant online, which I literally just saw a screenshot of and I did not listen to. So this might've actually had to do with the concussion. I have no idea, but I just posted her because she looked, she literally looked like Jake Gyllenhaal from Brokeback Mountain. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so it was really funny because she has like extra short hair and she was in yeah. full like cowboy <laughs> drag. It was really funny. That's cute. It was cute. Anyway, so on her new, her newsletter that came out yesterday, I, you know, re- read it every, I do not listen to her podcast because it's truly the worst possible thing you could ever listen to. But I do like to read her newsletter. So last week she says, or sorry, on her newsletter the other day, she says, last week in Montana, I took a tumble off a horse going very fast. I lost my stirrup, whiplashed my head into the ground and knocked myself out for several minutes. When I came back to myself, I was in a van heading back to the ranch, very confused. Fortunately, my concussion seems not too terrible. No nausea, no headache, no sight issues, but my neck is incredibly sore and I'm very tired and definitely not functioning like I normally do. I can't really bend over for one. I don't think I've bailed off a horse since I was a tween. And let me tell you, it's a very different experience when you're 42. Kids bounce, adults thud. I've been pounding extra strength Tylenol and avoiding Advil because they thin blood. Well, I'm pretty certain that my brain is fine, better safe than sorry. And then she talks about her dad, um, crashed his bike and had brain bleeding that he didn't know about. So this family has has a history of head trauma, head trauma. Yeah. Uh, Oh, and then she says, I'm also using Arcana lotion, salon pass patches, which I also recommend for my tennis soreness. Salon pass patches are good. Mm -hmm. Um, And this thing called Figaro apothecaries roll on for muscle soreness, which is infused with CBD. And then she says, it's fantastic. And I have a code for 15% off Elise 15. Oh, wow, that's interesting. What a coincidence. (laughs) Elise, (laughs) this whole thing. (laughs) 
<laughs> they're like, Elise, we really want to do business with you as an influencer, but you have to have like a story about why. Yeah, you they're would like, use thrust this yourself out off a horse going a very high speed. If you survive, we will give you 15% off. We all know Elise is an overachiever. And so she was like, Oh, I need I need something to really make a splash. That is something Elise to earn do. this Elise 15. Yeah. Anyway, so Elise has been going through it. I wonder if she's um if she's bonding with Melissa through their shared head trauma. I mean, they must be. I don't know how Melissa got this concussion, but I do know that she has been posting about it like probably once a month for the last three years. So this is like an ongoing, like chronic condition. Mm. Since you had your concussion, you haven't had any long-term effects? No, I forgot all about it. I got the concussion. I was on a set as an actress getting my makeup done and they had taken, it was like, they, they turned the dining room of this house into like the area where you were like getting your makeup done. And there was like a low hanging lamp in the center of the room that normally was like, um, there was like a dining table under it, but they took Mm. it out and I was seated directly below it. I forgot Mm. that it was, there was like this like really heavy glass lamp. And Mm. I just like stood up and there, I forgot there was like this, like, and it, it was like, I saw stars. It was really bad. I like, I didn't pass out or anything, but I left. I was like done. I was like getting it taken off or whatever. I left to go home. And when I was driving, I like, I, I'm, that's the part that scares me the most. Cause I was driving. And then like, all of a sudden I like had no idea where I was. I was Jesus. like, I don't know how, when did I turn on the street? Like, I didn't know what happened. So that's obviously fucked up. So I just like drove home, probably a mistake and went to sleep texted you all and was like, Hey everyone, I think I have a concussion. I can't come to rehearsal tonight. Went to sleep, obviously another no, no woke up the next morning, still felt really bad. And then I was like, um, like, you know, and then I like went to see a specialist and I was like, I think something's going on. And I saw like a very like good, like neurologist, like brain doctor guy. And he was like, basically laughed me out of his office. He was like, yeah, you have a concussion it's not bad. You're going to be fine. Okay. Just like, you just have to wait until it goes away. And That's I was good. like, okay, thank you. And I left and, and just like you said, like I took it easy. I didn't like drive for the next week while I was waited for it to go away. And then it mm. did the end. Well, Elise, if you're listening, take a few days off that horse. I'm sure you are. I'm sure you're taking take care a of few yourself. days off the horse, Elise. Cause you don't want to, you don't want to um, develop long concussion concussion symptoms like Melissa like Melissa no I mean, but maybe one... I do have it maybe that doctor didn't know what he was talking about who knows I mean there's long COVID chronic Lyme long concussion it's all I think I it's have just it all. terrifying to be a woman <laughs> yeah. uh okay well so that was your worst and my saddest oh I also wait quickly mini sadness is um we all know lauren roxborough is not involved with goop anymore she fled to new zealand to be with her con artist boyfriend yeah and so goop had like this little article that was called release muscular knots and historically if goop had an article like this it would be all lauren roxborough get your foam roller get your you know body sphere get your infinity roll from low rocks no Mm. they even to rub salt in the wound they say 
they have a goop pick of what to use. And it's this thing called the bala ball, which is literally the exact same thing as the Lauren Roxborough uh, body sphere. It's a ball. It's a medicine ball. Like they all are, but it's like very conspicuously not Lauren Roxborough. Well, that's very disturbing, I think. And so I just think, I know she has a new life in a new hemisphere, but um, this can't be easy for her to be completely wiped off the Goop platform. And then if you go to her website, it's like, it's this weird website that you have to buy these medicine balls from called, it's called OPTP, which is called because she doesn't even sell her things anymore through laurenroxborough.com. Mm. It's, it, it directs you to this thing called OPTP, which is Tools for Fitness Knowledge for Health. And it looks a little, let's just say, not quite as nice as Goop. OPTP? It doesn't stand for that thing you said. Though. No, I don't know what OPTP stands for. All right, it doesn't matter. No one's... Oh, orthopedic physical therapy products. So it's like a warehouse. It's just like, yeah, it's where orthopedic physical therapy products go to die sad anyway well good you know she she had her moment we'll always remember her yeah Yeah. all right so now what everyone's been waiting for your craziest your saddest or no wait i still have to do my worst oh god i'm so out of the loop wait quick okay because you switched up i switched yeah so why don't you do your saddest and then i'll do my worst is it the same thing? No, mine has to do with Gwyneth. Well, mine is poor Goop and the poor men who burned. There was a fire. Oh, Two right. men got burned at Goop in the Hamptons. Um, there was a Jezebel article about it. And I can't believe this didn't make your list at all. Well, I mean... No, it didn't make my list. I mean, I, I was going to talk about it. If it didn't make your list, I was definitely going to like talk about it first thing because it's big news, but it didn't technically. I mean, this is the biggest goop news. It is. Maybe ever, really. Because well, like they've never, they've never like really harmed someone before. And two men were in the goop store in the Hamptons. This is all alleged. Like there's been no sort of, no charges were filed. This is just one account of what's happened. This, is, this seems like very sketchy, this whole thing. Well, the thing, this, so I think it's confirmed that they were in the goop store and that they got burned. Okay. But I don't think it's confirmed. Someone alleged that they put rubbing alcohol on the candle. Which that makes no sense. Unless it was a, a false flag, like some anti-goop activist that went in there to like commit a terrorist act. It might have been a false flag. Who are these men? That's the thing. Who are these men? Are they customers? Are they employees? Their names have not been released. There was also conflicting accounts. Someone said that they were making s'mores and that's how they caught on fire. See, why is it so hard to get a straight story? This is Sag Harbor. This is the Goop store. It's sort of like what stays in Sag Harbor, what happens in Sag Harbor stays in Sag Harbor. I think this is a rich community protecting it. This is like Big Little Lies. This is Big Little. You know, they probably weren't even at the Goop store. They probably weren't. This is a weird mystery. Because, like, okay, what happened? You start a fire, you get burned. What? Why would you start a fire in a Goop store? Are you making s'mores in the Goop? That doesn't. That doesn't make. They any said sense. they're big because there was a, it was the candle. I, I just don't believe that. 
I, I don't believe it either. I don't know what I believe. I mean, a meth lab seems honestly to make more sense than candles with rubbing alcohol in them. Makes more sense to me. Uh, two men caught fire in a goop store in Sag Harbor. The burns were quite serious. I'm reading from Jezebel. Uh, were quite serious and one had to be transported via helicopter to a nearby hospital. According to the East Hampton Star, police blotter rubbing alcohol had been added to the candles using a large causing a large explosion and flames. And then they go on to remind everyone about the exploding candles from England last year. And then they make their little jokes about the hands off my vagina, vagina stuff and the ayahuasca jokes. Okay. I mean, Jesus, like whatever, fine. Um, no word on which candles at the Sag Harbor store were drenched in rubbing alcohol, nor why they were drenched in rubbing alcohol, or if that was really even the case, if a police investigation is ongoing, we don't know the results. Okay. So we don't know. And this is from Jezebel. So not like, you know, it's Jezebel. So it's Jezebel, which I was frankly surprised still was in existence, but I guess it is. Oh yeah, they never left. Um, are they still like? They were owned. They were one of like the Gawker brands, right? Yeah, they they. I think when Gawker like went under, they kind of, or I think they might have left before. Mm. Oh no, they're still. Um. All of these other Gawker ones are like in their little, I don't know, like thing at the top where there are like links to it, but also the AV club and the onion are part of it. And then Deadspin, Gizmodo, Jalopink and Kotaku were all part of that. Yeah. And I, I mean, all of the, like AV club is owned by some weird venture capitalism. Deadspin obviously is, that was a whole thing. That's completely different now. But Deadspin, um, they like have it on their website. So I think it's this weird, I think it's probably the same corporation that just bought all these sites. Probably, but Gawker's not on it. Because Gawker, Gawker actually that. started again, like independently. Yeah. Basically. Anyway, um, this is such a, this is a weird story. This is a real mystery. This is, I feel like the first Goop mystery. Yeah, Sag like, Harbor burn mystery. Yeah, I could see them doing like a, only murders in the buildings season about like what happened with these candles i don't know it does seem really fishy because it you don't you don't rub you don't put rubbing alcohol on candles accidentally like there's no like oh i was just cleaning the store and i clean like that doesn't happen so this is either totally a false story or it's sabotage it could be sabotage i could see like an anti-goop person I would, where was Jen, was Jen Gunter in Sag Harbor last week? I doubt it. I'm just asking questions. I doubt it too, but we can't, we can't prove that she wasn't. Roll her out. Was adjacent. If adjacent is a real person who has a real body and is, and, and is corporal in the world, maybe he was in Sag Harbor. Adjacent has never been anywhere and he can't be any, if he exists, he can't be away from Jen for more than 20 minutes. Uh, yeah. Jen Gunter's sons just graduated high school were yeah they a, they, i like them for this were they on a little summer retreat to the hamptons that's those are the only suspects crazier things have happened crazier things have happened immediate family. no 
Gwyneth Elise, where was Elise? She says she got you know, into a, a horse accident in Montana, but we don't know that. We don't, we can't prove it. We don't know when any of these, we don't know when any of these things happened. Lauren and Roxborough? I don't know where she's been. I don't know. She Is says she she's in New Zealand. In yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of people out there that have a beef with good old GP. So That's we have a true. lot of suspects. The suspect list is long. Us, we could talk about we could, it. Yeah, we, haha, this is our yeah, devious we've been plan. MIA for the last two weeks. That's you true. We could have been, been in the yeah. Hamptons the whole time. We could have been in the Hamptons causing fire. Can we actually let let's call Jezebel and admit to the crime? Let's do it. Why we not? Can, yeah, drum up a little publicity. Wow, we're we are starting so many scams this class. This one, we're starting a. MFA in creative writing from Liberty University. We're going to confess to a crime we didn't commit for attention. Like we're really yeah. going for we're it. We're like, what's the guy who says that he killed John Bonet? I mean, I think there are like several of those. Yeah. There was like one, and most of them were like actual bad guys. Yeah. Oh no, they were. Yeah. So yeah. we shouldn't. We shouldn't follow in their footsteps. <laughs> no, we shouldn't. <laughs> Anyway, so hopefully this uh, story is still unfolding because I am curious to hear the East Hampton police report of what actually happened and who these guys are. Like, are these good? Like, we still want, are these customers? Are these employees? Is this Kevin? Is this, I mean, I don't want to throw Kevin under the bus, but I know he has long ago been struggling with sobriety. So could he have been off the wagon cooking up meth? <laughs> Sorry, I don't even, this is horrible. Or Kevin, is Kevin I'm, the burn victim? Or oh, burn are you victim. saying Kevin is the burn victim? Yeah, he was, he's the, he's the perpetrator and the victim. It's entirely possible. I mean. It could have been anyone. I feel, I do feel like the person, the people who were burned were Goop employees. Yeah, because the, if it was like a rich Hamptons person, they would be all over the press being like oh like Ramona Singer got burned by you know what I mean like the guy who said that Gwyneth skied into him yes exactly and filed the guy. frivolous lawsuit yeah so this is they're keeping this hush hush these are what is the thing on succession where they were they it was like the people that died on the cruise were like sub like it was some term that they used for like the service workers who died it was like not human loss or something Oh, that's a real thing. Like when like sex workers and stuff yeah, get yeah, murdered, yeah. they'll say like no human, like no person died or something. Yeah, like something there's like, like some phrase for it. Like NP, like non-person. Non-person deaths. Yeah, NPD, something like that. So this Which is, is insane. It's so disgusting. But that's what this is. Non-person burning. Yeah. Let's see. I'm... And now I'm just Googling this. Yeah, is- I mean, we'll we have news alerts. We'll keep everyone posted. This is an ongoing story. There's a lot going in, on in the world right now. Um, and yet, this might be the top priority. I mean, it's my top priority. There's nothing, I have no control over anything that happens in this godforsaken hellhole of a country. And the only thing that I have the capacity to care about is this story. Yes, this is a fun summer crime. What we all deserve. Well, yeah. With it's I a mean, caper. I guess a caper. I mean, and, and people were hurt, but it doesn't look like 
well, mean, yeah, what a great story. If you have a helicopter to the hospital, that is crazy. This is, this is, this is weird. This is a weird story. It's getting weirder and weirder the more we talk about it. Well, yeah, because we're making up weird stuff. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, <clears throat> ooh, I'm not used to talking this much. I've been silent for two I weeks. Know. Uh, what? Okay. Oh, here's my worst. Gwyneth. So Gwyneth, as we all know, um, endorsed Rick Caruso for mayor of Los Angeles yeah. a couple months ago. Mm. It's really shitty. He's a horrible person. Mm-hmm. You know, rich people stick, stick together, blah, blah, blah. We all know this. Yeah. And then we haven't, we haven't had this, we haven't had a podcast in a while. I don't think we've actually talked since Roe versus Wade gotten overturned. I think we did. Did we? I it feels we like one. maybe anyway, like this, this changes a lot. I mean, it doesn't, it changes a lot, obviously. It, it was a long time coming. It wasn't much of a surprise. And yet it's still very shocking. I think I can speak for a lot of people to say that it's very shocking. It's like the kind of thing where it's like, you kind of know what's going to happen, but you never, you're not ready for it when it does. Yeah. Yeah. And so Goop, Goop on their, you know, public Instagram, they post a nice little thing about abortion rights and women's bodies and blah, blah, blah. And even this week they had a link to, um, actually, if anyone wants to check it out, it seems like a great, it's just called donations for the number four abortion.com. And it links to a bunch of, um, a bunch of sort of on the ground charities. So I don't, I don't really know the details of like plan. Some people say plant parenthood's not the best place to, to, um, to donate to. So these are like more sort of grassroots organizations that physically help women to get abortions who need them. Anyway, this is all great. that Goop's doing this. And yet Gwyneth on her own public Instagram profile and in her own sort of personal brand has not said a word about this. And she refuses to reverse her endorsement for Rick Caruso a man who now, because he's running for Los Angeles mayor, he claims to be pro-choice. And yet, as we all know, he has a long history, long history of giving money to really rabid anti-abortion candidates. He was the co, as we all know, he was the co-chair of Rick, is that his name? John Kasich, John Kasich's presidential campaign, who was the governor of Ohio, who had signed some of the most restrictive abortion bans in the country, prohibiting abortion, even in cases of rape or incest. This is, this is the guy that, who Caruso was working for. He's also donated to David Vitter of Louisiana, Pete Sessions of Texas, and Joe Heck of Nevada. Um, there's an interesting letter from Planned Parenthood uh, asking Rick Caruso to, uh, to clearly state and explain in writing his stance on reproductive rights, um, to issue a public apology for the countless actions that he's taken that put women's health and well-being at risk, and to participate in a listening session with leaders in the reproductive rights and justice movements. Of course, Rick Caruso has done none of those things. And of course, Gwyneth Paltrow has stayed silent about her support for him. So that's it. Got her. I got her. <laughs> you got her on that one. It's Brian. just like, I don't know. I, it doesn't surprise me because she, obviously these rich people are just neighbors and, you know, and all, I guess all Gwyneth cares about as far as Los Angeles is like making it as, you know, pretty and like cleaning up the streets. And like, this is her top priority, even though she doesn't even live here full time. Um, but like, this is, 
I mean, we see the tangible results of, you know, a generation of kowtowing to these anti-abortion extremists. And this is what happens. And it's people, good liberals like Gwyneth, who look the other way. Uh, I actually don't think so. I don't really think that's what happened. I don't think it's like good liberals looking the other way. I think that like there was a catastrophic failure in electoral politics when Donald Trump was elected. Everybody knew that he was going to do this. He did it. He appointed extremist judges. They have more power than they should. And the, I mean, yeah, I guess the Democrats in power are like either unable or unwilling to fix it. Um, yeah, the Democratic Party. For but I'm not the- going to put the blame of this onto the Democratic Party. Well, I think it should at least partially be I, the, the main blame. Like you said, the main blame goes, you know, the Republicans and 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 Trump and the judges he's appointed and the Supreme Court. And that's you know, who Ruth did ba- it. Ruth Bader Ginsburg not retiring. I mean, there's a, a ton of things that you could directly blame on this. But um, but the Democratic Party has always sort of allowed uh, anti-abortion voices in the caucus when it's convenient for them with electoral politics. And maybe that was smart electorally i don't i don't know but um i think that they have some culpability at least people like nancy pelosi and gwyneth paltrow oh yeah okay (laughs) i'm not letting her off the hook i just think i don't know it's really easy to like to take back your endorsement of this ghoul and she won't do it I guess like, I just, I don't know. It feels like so much bigger than that. Like, I, I mean, I didn't vote for Rick Caruso and I hope he loses. I just, I don't think it's like, I just, I don't think like if Gwen, I like what, what difference would it make in my life or in like anybody's life or in like this decision? If Gwyneth Paltrow is actually unendorsed Rick Caruso, like, what would that do? Not, like, not much, I'm, but it would make, it would make me respect her a little bit more at least. Yeah. I guess it's just like, it's not, I don't, I would, it wouldn't make me respect her more. Really. I wouldn't <laughs> care. Like she, it's not like she didn't know his views going into this. Right, right, right. Or no, who knows? Maybe she didn't. I literally think they were just friends and neighbors and he was running for mayor and she's like, Oh my God, that's so cool. Like, I literally think that was the end of her thought process. Yeah. And like, I don't know if he's going to, I don't know if I hope, he I don't, I don't win. think he'll win. I think now I, I am because I I'm, I'm pretty confident he's not going to win. But even if he does, I don't think it would have much of, I mean, I just well, don't know. He's not going to overturn would... abortion rights in Los Angeles. Like, yeah. Like, and I don't think that he's going to have like that much power, like nationally. Like, I just don't know what it has to do with it. Really. It's it, no, it's symbolic. It's totally symbolic, but yeah. it's, it's just shitty. And yeah. I don't like our politics. No. And I'll keep talking about it. Yeah. I mean, that's your right. as an American. <laughs> anyway all right uh where are we thing we would try oh yeah there's i think i would try the new i want to try this like farro and arugula salad from the um simple summary dinner menu oh yeah some of that looked good that salmon looked good it was a salmon looks really good so easy 
but it's just salt and pepper and yeah, you just oil. put it under the broiler it's literally nothing it's nothing and then this pharaoh i think this pharaoh salad was she's done it before or like they've done it before i'm sure i mean it's nothing mind-blowing but you like what? make a little vinaigrette yeah mix up your corn and your farro and your arugula i mean it seems like a healthy little summer yeah to go with your salmon and then they have yeah. like a they have some sort of tomato with ranch dressing thing if that ranch dressing is the non-dairy ranch that they have at the goop store at the goop whatever restaurant whatever it's called what's it called goop kitchen yeah Oh, it's not. It has Greek yogurt in it. It has Greek yogurt. And I have a problem with the fact that there's basil in the ranch dressing. Yeah, that is kind of weird. I don't, I feel like ranch, if you're making homemade ranch, it should be chives, dill, maybe parsley, but even parsley, I'm like, I don't think you need it. Chives and dill. Those should be the herbal flavors. Once you get into basil, it's like, sorry, it's like a creamy pesto. Once you get into tarragon, you're, you're green, you're green guard, uh, green goddess. You're not ranch anymore. So like, cool it with the herbs. I agree. I mean, you know, throw it all in there, but like, are you really going to call it ranch? Ranch, yeah. Yeah. Um, I do. I mean, homemade ranch is a delicious thing, especially made with buttermilk. I do. I think it's have the yogurt fine, a little mayonnaise to thicken it up. Sure. But it's that buttermilk that really is the winner. Is it? I think so. Yeah. Cause it has like this sort of sour and it's, it's thin. Cause you don't want, that's the problem with like bottled ranch is like so goopy and if you get like a good ranch from like a good pizza place it's like it's just a delicate yeah you want it to have that like herb it should be like herby and tangy and creamy but bottled ranch is usually very like it's all chemicals it's like plasticky yeah Yeah, it just doesn't have the flavor that you're going for i mean if anyone can make a shelf stable ranch that actually tastes good. I really do feel like that's a billion dollar idea. I feel like I've had them, but I can't think of what they are. Oh, you know what my favorite ranch is bottled? It's Bolt House Farm. Oh yeah, uh, that, the yeah. Greek yogurt one. Okay, I don't think I've tried the Greek. No, the the ones that are refrigerated, like Bolt House Farm, like Bob's Big Boy does one. Those are a little better than like Hidden Valley, but they're still not great. Yeah. And the worst one, I'm calling you out. Mark Sasson, the worst ranch I've ever tasted in my life is the Primal Kitchen Ranch. It tastes like absolute shit. It's yeah. truly it tastes like disgusting. Slimy eggs. Yeah, it's so gross. It doesn't taste like ranch at all, and it doesn't have any like. It's just like yeah, it's gross. It's so gross. It's like it's it's actually insulting that you would even bring that to market. I kind of want to try Whole Thirty has a brand of it that I think is like. Mm kind of used interchangeably by those people. And I think it's kind of similar nutritionally, but I wonder if it's any better. I think you have to get it on Thrive Market. Oh, uh, well, I'll pick pick up a bottle next time I... Yeah, pick up a bottle. Or you're a subscriber to Thrive Market. You can buy your own fucking ranch. Oh yeah, no, I wasn't asking you to buy it. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, I am a lifelong subscriber and I am definitely need to make my subscription dollars go to work. Oh God, I sure have. I literally bought that whole place out just so I could recreate Erewhon smoothies at home. Wait, what are you recreating? Mostly the maca bomb and one of the green ones that has like um, the like cholera and chlorella and what's the other one? Spirulina. There's like those two smoothies are the ones that I've been doing a lot. Did you read that LA Times thing where they were like, yeah, 
ranking them. Right. It was cute. I like, I feel like I liked the, the mint chip one. I think I liked that one a lot more than that guy did. Yeah. And I think we agree on the, um, the, the blue coconut cream one is really good. Yeah. And I haven't tried the Haley Bieber one, but I'm sure that's tasty too. Yeah. I mean, it has Harry's berries in it. Oh my God. I know. Ugh. Um, Wait, so what, so you would try the Pharaoh salad, Pharaoh salad. I was like, where did we go? How did we like, get here? What would Whole you try? Ranch? What? I don't know why we're talking about ranch. <laughs> oh, cause that was another thing on that. Another menu. recipe. The, yeah, anyway, um, that does look at the Pharaoh arugula looks really good. I would try. So there's another food article this week that was party food that works no matter what you don't eat. Wait, <clears> that's also an old one. Is it really? Yeah. Fuck. Anyway, this coconut shrimp looked good. You use just, you don't use any breadcrumbs, use coconut flour, shredded coconut, coconut milk, and coconut aminos. It's a lot of coconut. And then you just put it in the oven. Maybe it's gross. I don't know. It looked, it looked tasty. And then this is probably another old recipe, but the vegan queso, um, which I bought all these raw sprouted cashews from Thrive Market. And so I'm like, I keep wanting to make my own vegan queso and then I just never do it. Mm. But um, I'd have to like, go in on some nutritional yeast I think but uh I'm gonna try it I'm gonna try it I think it'd be fun with a little siete chip vegan queso a fun fun night in front of the couch um yeah have you had the siete queso no is it good I've never had it their nacho cheese is not good I I I was hesitant to buy any of those siete jarred things they looked bad just from looking at them i tried the case the cheddar whatever the nacho one of the nights of my folon mm. um it has kind of like a bitter taste to it yeah. i don't know it's not great um and it's got like a very like uh, like not great texture very like puddingy uh, yeah i think with I mean, whether it's dairy queso or vegan queso, the jarred ones are always sort of gross. And this this one, because it doesn't have any like gums or stabilizers, you're just doing like cashews, nutritional yeast, and then like potato and miso, and then a bunch of spices. So I feel mm. like it sounds good. Like it might not taste good, but it sounds good. Yeah. But it's, a com- I mean, there's, you know, 15 ingredients. So it's like, what are you going to do? Um... All right. Uh, all right. What would you buy? I would buy, um, the Benaz summer skin oil. I don't know if I'm saying that right. B E H N A Z. There's like a new lip gloss. It's a, oh no, a limb sheen. Sorry, not lip. If summer were a scent, it would be this oil slash perfume slash limb sheen. What is limb sheen? Like sheen for your limbs, oh, arms and legs. Limb sheen is just like the new word for moisturizing. Like when you put moisturizer on, your skin looks better. They're like, I did a limb sheen. What? I believe that's what it is. Okay. Um, it would be peak July along the Amalfi Coast, citrusy and faintly floral, and even a little salty like the sea. I mean, doesn't that sound so nice? Obviously, this is a jean plug, and I just really want to get this like fucking limb sheen okay it looks really cute and i think it smells good and it feels summery and nice and it's only 45 dollars. So. that sounds great yeah um all right well i'll just do a couple things that i did buy this week 
first I went to, so John likes like Kiehl's products, which I don't really use that many Kiehl's products, but I was getting birthday present from him and I decided to treat myself and get, I do love the Kiehl's number one musk lotion. It's just like classic. It has that sort of earthy musky scent, but it also is a little floral. So it's not like super hippie-ish. I don't know. And it's not super strong either. I just really like that scent. So I hadn't had a bottle in a while. So I got a bottle of that for myself. It's if you're going to get one thing at Kiehl's, I do recommend that. The other thing, because I have gone a little red pilled in my water purification obsession, I decided to get rid of the Brita Mm -hmm. because it's really not doing much. And I was very, very close to buying this $165 pitcher from this company called Lark, Mm -hmm. which is meant, it's meant for like extreme hikers who have to drink like lake water. Yeah. (laughs) But it's also used by like insane conspiracy theorists who want to get all the fluoride out of the top tap water. I don't want to get the fluoride out. I think you're right. So I, I ended up not, I almost, I was so close to buying it because it said that you could use Klarna, which is that it's yeah. like you do four equal payments. Yeah. And I was like, and then at the end, the last minute, like I couldn't use it. I don't know. Something was wrong. And I was like, I'm not spending $165 on this stupid picture. No, no. So I ended up going to, well, first I ended up going to Goop and seeing what they recommended. Mm. Not a good idea. They Why? recommend this thing called Soma, which. Oh, wait. I think that's the one I have. Oh, okay. Well, it's a plant, it's a plant-based filter. And they no longer sell it on Goop. It was at, it was on sale at some point for $15. And now it's completely sold out. It's like 40 bucks. Yeah, I think the original price is 40 bucks. Yeah. Um, I went on Amazon and there's just lots of bad reviews saying the lid doesn't work and also that the filter just gets moldy. Well, that's what I have and I've had no problems with it. You've had, okay. Um, and I think I, it like looks nice. It does look. That's it's, like really the pretty. reason I bought it. Cause it yeah. doesn't look like an ugly, like Brita or something. No, no, it no. has like a nice, like wood handle and has like a pretty like white filter. That's his Soma. Soma. How often do you change that filter? How often do I change it? I don't know. Like once a month. Oh, really? That often? Is that oh. a lot? That seems like a lot. Yeah. I don't know. I'm like really paranoid about the filter. That's good. How often are you supposed to do it? I think, well, so the one I actually got is this thing called pure plus a pure plus picture, which has it's, I mean, say pure, it's like, you know, similar to a Brita, except it supposedly this pure plus filters out a lot more contaminants. It still doesn't do fluoride, which is fine, but it like, you know, chlorine, lead, all this stuff. Cause I, my pipes are old. They might be made of lead. I have no idea. And also is it the with, P-U-R? P-U-R, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's easy. You know, it's ever, those have been around for a while. Totally. And it was on Wirecutter, um, was just like, this is the best one. And I know like Wirecutter's like New York Times, you know, neoliberal shills, whatever. Who knows? But I sort of trust them more than Goop, maybe sometimes. You trust um, the neoliberal shills more than Goop? Eh, you know, hit or miss. You trust the New York Times more than Goop? Sometimes, on depending on what I'm looking at. And not all the time, just on the, in this case, okay, because okay. the, the Soma look a plant-based filter. Come on. Is that really going to do anything? But pure, do you really want this like sport? I guess you're like a sporty guy. 
Yeah, it's it's not the prettiest picture at all. It's like it's totally functional, but whatever. Anyway, so this thing has a light, which will tell you because it says, you know, you're probably supposed to change it like every two to three months, but this light will um will tell me. So I think that's probably a oh, good that's idea. nice. Yeah, I actually I think my Brita used to have that, or it used to have like some like color change thing. I'm sure Brita does that. The, the Brita picture we have is so old, and like the filters we get are like the very basic ones that you get at Costco. And I yeah. really don't think it does anything. And our water, it tastes fine. Like I'm not a big like water snob as far as taste, but it, I know that it could be better. And now that like the EPA even said that there's microplastics in the water and there's contaminants. Yeah. You got to get rid of it. When the, when the EPA says something is bad, you know, it's bad. And Brian won't use it. He just straight out of the tap. Yeah. It's like, he's so like passionate about doing like, not getting organic and not doing it. Like if I buy it, he still won't use it. He's passionate about just like believing whatever the government tells him to. Science. He loves science. science. But this science is telling, it's literally the EPA saying there's contaminants in the water. But they don't say you need to filter it. Like they, LA, I Googled it. Like the LA, they're like. You don't need to filter it, but it's better if you do. That's what I'm saying. Whatever. But I think the plant-based filter is probably fine. I don't know. I've been using it for, I think I've had it for about a year and I just like prefer to like open my fridge and see something that is like somebody cared about the way that it was going to look when they made it. No, I'm sure. I'm sure it's fine. But I think I value that stuff maybe more. Like I value it over like practicality sometimes for sure. I yeah, I definitely don't when it comes to this water thing. And I just don't want to, well, I really wanted one of those Berkey systems that would those take what? up Berkey. It's like the metal. Cause it, these are for people that like think all plastics are killing you. They don't even want to put their water in plastic. So oh, it's like, I do think all plastic is killing you and I don't want to put it in plastic. I would love to have a glass one instead. I know, but this Berkey think- thing is metal and it, it takes, it's like $400, but it, um, it gets rid of everything. And it's what all the like prepper seed oil people use but they always have they have like six children so and they have like these big mansions so i couldn't even probably fit it in our apartment um i want to have like my dream is to have it like in your sink i know and you could do that i mean i could do that i'm just like i'm renting i don't want to like fuck with i mean it's not it's probably not that complicated but I'm not going to get down there. Brian could, I guess. Yeah, it's possible. And then you just have to think about it. Yeah. And then, cause it's like, if I'm boiling pasta, am I really going to like use the pitcher water and like have to, I don't, I should. I don't do it for that. I don't do it for my Nespresso. I don't do it for like any like cooking and also like you're washing your face with it. It's just like, yeah. Well, the real hardcore people, they have one on their shower. They it's like everything. I know. I know. I've been in those homes and oh, let me I tell wish. you, it's a, it's a weight off your mind. Yeah. Just knowing it's all filtered. So don't worry about it. Go crazy. Yeah. Go nuts. You're free Brush of those mic- microplastics. But then if you had it, Brian wouldn't, he would, he would go out in back of your go building hose and just go, hose, yeah, go, yeah. go in the hose and drink from there. Drink from the, the, the dog dish. He'd go down to the river right by <laughs> us, the LA river. Well, then he could actually make use of that lark. Exactly. If he's drinking from the river. Yeah, exactly. 
The poor river. It's really fucked up. Oh, the river. It breathes life into this community, sort of, <laughs> barely. I mean, it's like a cement base. It's basically a big gutter. By my house, there's a little, there's some rapids. It can sort of get, but it's all like, it's all cement by yeah. my house. Like there's no, no, no like natural. Yeah. Uh, all right. Are we done? Oh, we're done. We're done guys. Well, thank you for your patience and your continuing patience. <laughs> yeah. And sorry that we're also not going to have a new one next week. I do feel bad about that, but you know, uh, well, we'll be back the week after next, the week after next. And then after that, I don't think any of us are going anywhere for a while. So no, then that's it. So yeah. that'll be that. Unless I get COVID again. Oh God. All right. We love you. Thank you for being Patreons. If you are, if you're not, thank you for listening. And we will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.